Well, it's movies and television with our guest, which who's been our guest for the best part of a decade or more, Philip Malloy. Philip, welcome to the program. Thank you, George. Um, Oh, listen. Yeah. Do you know what I saw on Netflix um, with Gabriel Byrne? Because I know you want to talk about Gabriel yeah. Byrne later on. Yeah. A thing called The Secret State, four episodes, based yeah. on a movie, uh, on a book, a very British coup by the Labour MP Chris very Mullen. Good, yeah. A really good, a really good book. Um, the Chris Mullen book is a really good, have you read it? No. Also really good. I enjoyed book. The Secret State. Yeah, I didn't see it, no. Yeah, Charles Dance, Gabriel Byrne. It was very good. Yeah. I've actually seen that, George. Yes, I have seen it. Four episodes, as you yeah. say. It's set in a kind of North of england kind of... No, it, no, North of England. No, based in Parliament. It. Anyway, listen, the big summer disaster picture. <laughs> well, first of all, it's called San Andreas, and it stars uh, Dwayne uh, Johnson, uh, the former, as you know, the former wrestler. And as you know, the uh, San Andreas is the San Andreas Fault that is kind of a spine goes up through the whole of California for 810 miles. And uh, so what happens here is the, the, the so-called tectonic plates under the state begin to move and they cause all kinds of mayhem. First of all, the Hoover Dam uh, goes down, then the, San, the Golden Gate Bridge, then all kinds of other things. And so against that background, then you have this... Um, Search and rescue helicopter pilot played by Dwayne, who, Dwayne Johnson, who's looking for his estranged wife, trying to find her amidst the mayhem, and his daughter. And it's yeah, you, you get okay. They use green screen a lot. They use uh, computer graphic effects a lot. So against this very kind of modern uh, technical background, you have a bit. You have basically what is a B kind of movie story. So that's what you have going for it. Like your man Irving Allen did this about Absolutely. 30 years ago. Absolutely, yeah. And you remember a Charlton Heston uh, a, a disaster picture, earthquake picture called Earthquake. Remember? I was just about to say, yeah. 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 I mean, and that was before computer graphics and stuff. This is just a kind of standard fare, yeah, isn't no, it? No, very standard fare. Disaster is the right word, I think. <laughs> you know? But I, could I just say about, we discussed that fellow Dwayne Johnson before, and about him being one of the more successful, certainly one of the most successful wrestlers turned actors of all time. And he's, okay, he has two movies out at the moment. One is called uh, uh, Furious 7, which is enormously successful, taken up to a billion dollars at the worldwide box office. And now he's done San Andreas. And it looks like he's been out promoting. One of the great things about uh, Schwarzenegger was that he always got behind the movie. He always went out into the marketplace and sold it. And this guy obviously has learned from that. So he seems to be on the kind of on promotional tours since the beginning All of right, March. Okay. And just one small thing about him, George, is that he's, he's entered the Guinness Book of Records for the most selfies taken in one three-minute period. So, oh, I might know. try and challenge that. Maybe we should yeah, set up a Guinness yeah, Book of Records challenge here at News Talk yeah. uh, for selfies. Now, I... I have always had an affection uh, for British movies, particularly mm. British comedy movies. Now, mm. I know that's based on a long time ago, those wonderful black and white movies that came out of, mm. out of British film. Mm. But, but you've got another one, that, and do you like it? Uh, it's called Man Up, and actually I've just been interviewing for the picture show, I've just been interviewing the star of it, Simon Pegg, and I think it's a very, very likable uh, rom-com and which this t very talented American actress, a, a woman called Lake Bell, 
Uh, she plays this 34-year-old woman who's, ident- who's mistaken for a blind date when travelling across London to attend her parents' wedding anniversary party. And her character is discovered under a clock uh, at uh, Waterloo train station carrying a copy of a, po- a popular romantic self-help book. And this, this, this guy, this man in his 40s, played by Simon Pegg, he mistakes her and she plays along with the mistake. And it's about him, first of all, coming together, then separating and then coming together again. All right, OK. It's a, it's a very nice movie. I stood on the clearest clock a lot of times <laughs> on blind dates and nobody ever mistook me. But, so but that's that, tragic. It, what, what was the famous one for if you were coming off from the country? Was, was that Clearest Clock? Oh, Clearest Clock, clock yeah. yeah, yeah. Clearest Clock, yeah. It was a great place. I, I, I stopped <laughs> setting up dates for Clearest Clock because I always got stood up. Oh, did you? Well, yeah, I have, a very, I have a very bad record <laughs> under Cleary's clock. Okay. Um, so that's out this weekend. And oh, okay. also then there's one called The Connection, which is kind of, it's very good, George. It's a really good thriller. It's the kind of French side of the French Connection story. It's about this magistrate who's sent to Marseille. He's a young magistrate sent to Marseille to break up this drugs ring. And then there's a kind of cat and mouse uh, relationship between him and the leader of the, the drugs a gang. Good story or a good uh, movie. All right. Where do you stand on Fred Astaire, Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly? Who do you think is the best? Well, I can, t- I can explain. I can, I can understand how Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire were two different kinds of dancers. Yeah. I suppose Fred Astaire was almost more balletic, wasn't he? Well, whereas, ballroom and balletic, right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas uh, Gene Kelly was... Uh, athletic. Athletic, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll I, have an opportunity I think now. I'll go for athletic. All right. You'll have an opportunity now on Friday night on the Late Late Show because I'll be dancing. Dancing. So you will see Hook <laughs> as a Fred Astaire. A combination target. of Fred Astaire and, uh, <laughs> and, Gene, and Gene Kelly. Yeah. So whether you would describe, I was wondering whether you would describe Hook on the late late as balletic or athletic. I'd have to go for more athletic than balletic. <laughs> anyway, you can watch it on Friday night. Uh, and what's the occasion? It, I'm, I'm dancing for charity. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, I uh, Another Mission Impossible? Yeah, it's out in July, um, and the it's the fifth Mission Impossible, and uh, there's been a lot of publicity about it. Okay, okay, it was supposed to come out. They actually released movies on Christmas Day in the States, and it was supposed to come out on St. Stephen's Day here, but they decided not to put it up against. There's a new Bond, as you probably know, called Spectre, and it would have gone up against that or uh, the new Star Wars film. So they decided to bring it back to the summer, and it's out, as I say, in July um, it's with a, Tom Cruise? With Tom Cruise. It's a direct sequel uh, for, for the la- from the last one, which was called Ghost Protocol. And uh, the word on this is very, very positive. In fact, it's so positive that Paramount Pictures have already ordered a sixth Mission Impossible. Uh, and there's an awful lot of, there's been an awful lot of stories about um, Cruise doing his own um, um, stunts. And I just asked, as I said, I've just been interviewing Simon Pegg, and I, who's in it. I asked him, uh, is that true? And he, do- he said that he does do his own stunts. Or you believe it or not, he says he does them. Am I too hard on Tom Cruise? Is he better than I kind of give him credit well, for? Well, I think, he, again, he's another one of those guys, by the way, who goes around um, marketing their movies, who gets behind uh, a movie. I think he puts an awful lot 
um, into the whole process. He's a producer now, obviously, and he's a star. And he's 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 been around a long time. I think you are a bit hard on him. All right. Yeah. And he's doing another Jack Reacher. He's doing another Jack. Despite Reacher. the criticism, you know, because Reacher yeah. is such a in the book is such a huge man, yeah. and Cruz is completely different. I never worried about that aspect at yeah. all. Well, I, the, I did. The physical. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember them talking to Peter O'Toole when he was cast as Lawrence of Arabia and they said was he worried about the fact that compared to the real Lawrence he was so much bigger and taller and everything else and he said it didn't matter yeah the, the, the early in the, the early 80s I was at the Cannes Film Festival and I saw Mel Gibson at a press conference and I have to say I was so shocked at the size of him he was so small really yeah he was so so small and you sort of say to yourself how in the name of God could he get involved in a fight with a big you know, big bully. Yeah. But one of the things about Jack Reacher was, remember the se- se- sequence um, in in Jack Reacher where Cruz comes out of a bar and there's four or five fellas surrounding him and he has to take them all on? I thought he did that very convincingly. Yes, yeah. I thought he was quite convincing. Yeah. I'm beginning to change my mind. and I, mm. I mean, I'm not going to like him or anything, mm. but I think I've been too harsh on him. You were talking about a documentary, Amy. You're yeah. getting reaction, are you? Yeah, no, yeah, several people have been on to us about it. It's, it's Amy, it's a documentary. It's made by the guy who made Senna, which got an awful lot of positive, sort of big positive response. He's called Asif Kapadia. And uh, I gather he'll be here actually at the beginning of, that's in in Ireland, in Dublin, at the beginning of uh, July to promote this movie, Amy. And the movie is about uh, Amy Whitehouse, needless to say, who died at the age of 27 of alcohol poisoning. And apparently after Senna, he was offered um, the the opportunity to do a variety, several uh, major uh, sports uh, figures. And he decided this uh, Amy Whitehouse, she came from North London in his yes. own kind of neck of the woods. So she decided. But the family aren't happy. The family weren't happy originally, uh, I, I get her, but they, I think they've come on board now. All right. Okay. So. She was a very tragic figure. I Absolutely. mean. Amy Whitehouse, Janice Joplin, mm. these kind of tragic uh, female figures. It, mm. It's really very sad. Um, By the way, could I just say, on the way up here, uh, I, was in, I went into HMV and. There's a uh, a box set of five war films for eight ninety nine. Why didn't you buy it for me? Eight, eight ninety nine. Why didn't you buy it for me? Go get, up. I can go down and get, get it now. What are the five war films? The five are well, the longest day, uh, twelve o'clock high, uh, the desert rats, uh, farewell to arms, and uh, sink to Bismarck. And the, the thing as well is that uh, 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 The Longest Day is actually available singly on its own for six ninety nine, but you can get these movies for wow. eight ninety nine. And listen, I tell you, one other one, I was just looking, looking for bargains, uh, is there's four, a box set of 14 Sherlock Holmes movies. That's the, the Basil Rathbone Sherlock Holmes movies for twenty two ninety nine. That's him and Nigel Bruce. Um, uh, they were a great pairing. Well, oh, yeah. And uh, I've been watching some of them. You know the way they come up on TV all the yeah. time? I've been watching some of them. And very, I'm very taken with the way, you know, they, obviously they, they had limited resources. But an awful lot of it comes down to the quality of the performance. Basil Rathbone was a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Did we, am I right in thinking he played Guy of Gisborne no, in yeah, yeah. the 1938 mm. Robin Hood, my favourite Robin Hood mm. with Earl Flynn? Yeah, he was the villain in it. And that, that famous fight uh, sword scene. Sequence. He was a he was a, a swordsman. Yeah, he actually uh, was. was a yes, 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. Now, well, that's a box set. Fourteen Sherlock Holmes is for wow. twenty two ninety nine. Which what 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 does that work out of one fifty one sixty? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Where I would you get it? Yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, at twenty two ninety nine, young people who would never have seen that stuff yeah. would be tempted to yeah. buy it because it's such great value. Yeah. And then suddenly they see a whole new genre yeah. that they didn't know existed. Yeah, and it might be interesting for people who are looking at um, uh, elementary or looking at the Cumberbatch uh, Sherlock Holmes just to have a look at this and the way it was done at that time. Yeah. Now, there's a kind of a connect, not a connection, but I always thought there were similar kind of actors. Funny you mentioned Basil Rathbone. I didn't Mm. know you were going to mention Mm. him. But Christopher Lee and Basil Rathbone were that similar kind of actor I always thought. Now, I hadn't realised that Lee is 92. 92 today. 92 today. And... um, you know, when you say similar, um, it, it, it's been said that, OK, he was part of the rank charm school in the late 40s. And uh, then throughout the 50s, he had small parts and uh, parts that were that he didn't get credit for, uncredited parts throughout the, 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 the 50s. But one of the reasons for this was he's supposed to have been discriminated against because he was so tall. He was six foot five. And obviously at six foot five, if you put him alongside John Mills or someone like yeah. or Mills looks like he's down in a in a golf like, you know. Yeah. And uh, so that was one of the things. Then in 1957, um, he made The Curse of Frankenstein with um, with uh, Peter Cushing and uh, the, he played the creature in that. And that basically started a relationship with Hammer Films. And the following year, then he made Dracula. And of course, Dracula was the role of his life. He the, and he did the part, I think, better than anybody else I've ever seen with great sort of style. And uh, so that was that. And then after that, he played a whole rake of sort of iconic um, characters. He was a very good golfer. And was he? there used to be a series on BBC where a professional would play with an amateur, you know. And, and Christopher Levy's, who was a very good golfer, and Alan, Peter Allison do the commentary. Oh, yeah. And he came across beautifully. He was very much a British gentleman, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and he was, that's really interesting. He had a lovely voice, great voice. Yeah. And, and the, I'm just looking at, I did a list of some of the people that he played Sherlock Holmes, Fu Manchu, Rasputin the Mad Monk, the High Priest. In she, remember she? Yes, of course. Andrus, Rochefort in Dick Lester's The Musketeers films, a Bond villain, obviously. He was Scaramanga in The Man with the Golden Gun. Lord Summerisle, an awful lot of people would know him as Lord Summerisle in The Wicker Man. Then Count Dookie in Star Wars. Jinnah, that was the, his favourite film. It was the founder of Pakistan. Saruman in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. And then again, uh, 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 Tim Burton was a big admirer of his, so he cast him in loads of films as well. He was brilliant as Jenna. That was the breakup of of the old mm. India into into partition India and Pakistan. He he, I think he caught the whole thing about this Muslim minority and all that sort of thing uh, brilliantly. Uh, look, I did the catering on the David Putnam movie one time called Cal. Do you remember oh, did Cal? You? Did yeah. You? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's been out of. He's living down in West Cork or yeah. somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's back in business. That's right. He's back in business. He's making. Uh, he's making a movie. I think for the first time in fifteen years, and it's 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 called at well at the moment anyway. It's called Arctic Thirty. 
and it's about uh, this 30 this, this 30 greens uh, peace activists were thrown into a Russian prison system after protesting against drilling in the Arctic so that's he, he's he's come back to this it's if you think about it George it's very much his kind of movie it's adult it's liberal in kind of in its politics and the kind of thing that we've we've always seen remember the mission the killing fields local hero chariots of fire Memphis Bell one of your one you've mentioned again and again over the years Memphis Bell um, Bugsy Malone Express uh, Midnight Express and and so on so he's he's made those kind of movies he, he by the way he credits Emma Thompson with with in, introducing him to this particular subject matter it's based on a book called um, uh, don't trust, don't fear, don't beg. The extraordinary story of the Arctic Thirty, and it's written. The book is written by a guy called Ben Stewart. So um, uh, I've been hoping to bring him on the picture show fairly soon. So yeah, we, we haven't spoken to him in, in a few weeks. Now uh, I was talking about Gabriel Byrne mm. in in that uh, four episodes of uh, State Secret, but he's going to do Eugene O'Neill. On Broadway, yeah, he's uh, okay. He's playing. No, James. this is a this is a play that is incomprehensible. Yeah, well, it's very long anyway. I'll tell yeah. you. Uh, it's a long day's journey in tonight. tonight. Yeah, it's um, he plays. He's going to play James Tyrone, and James Tyrone is the character who was played by Ralph Richardson in the nineteen sixty two film uh, based on the play. And uh, so he's, he, uh, you, you may remember, um, who was, uh, Catherine Hepburn actually played the wife um, in that version. And Dean Stockwell was the, the, the kid, Edmund. And what you're seeing is you're seeing the Tyrone family from Edward's perspective, Edmund's perspective. So, uh, so as I say, Byrne uh, will, will play, as, and it's a big role. It's a hefty role. It's a, an important role, uh, an important uh, play. And uh, they're going to do it on Broadway with him, Jessica Lang playing his wife, and um, John Gallagher. You remember in new, in the newsroom, the young actor John Gallagher. You remember him? No, I think I might not yeah. sure, but I, the, the Jessica Lang is interesting because yeah. um, she she's had a really good, interesting mm. career mm. without ever making the top rank. Would that be right? No, that's fair. Although she she has an Oscar and. Uh, she, uh, th- th- this this has been partly produced by a guy called Ryan Murphy, and Ryan Murphy was the co-creator of a television series called um, American Horror Story, and Lang was in Ho- American Horror Story, and she won two Emmy Awards for it. So that's where that connection. He's helped to revive her career. Oh, Gabriel Byrne, I didn't think he was a, did much stage work. No, well, no, I think it's a long time since he was on the stage. You know, yeah. he was in. Remember, we saw him in Quirk there quite recently. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's, he's but moved. we didn't like Quirk. We, we weren't mad about Quirk. <laughs> he had that uh, series in treatment, which actually went on uh, for a few series. That that did well, and uh, so he's moved between television uh, and cinema mostly. Uh, All right, uh, Bond is coming out, is it? Bond is out in October. Oh, October! Uh, Spectre. So, any early? Did you get any inside track from your no, pals no, in Hollywood? No, no, no. But they've been uh, they've been moving all over the world. They're supposed to have done special deals, for instance, with the Mexican government of all people, who wanted the Mexicans portrayed. Um, I wanted Mexico portrayed in a special light, in a positive light. Uh, so they've moved around for, uh, from Vienna. Uh, to I think North Africa, okay. to Mexico, and so on. Oh, North Africa! I yeah. saw an absolutely crap movie on Netflix this week with John Belushi, uh, Sahara, a remake of the great movie Sahara with Humphrey Bogart. Oh, okay. 
God, it was so bad. Was it? Oh, it was so bad. I've never seen it. Yeah. Is John Belushi any good? John Belushi. Yeah. No, John Belushi has died. He's dead, dead, is he? He's dead, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he was the sergeant in it. Oh, was he? Do I mean James Belushi? You probably mean James Belushi, yeah. yeah. John Belushi was the the heavier guy. This guy looks heavy. But anyway, look, I better recheck it. Movie yeah. was so bad. You yeah. can't believe how bad it was. Yeah, he was found in, wasn't he, uh, in in uh, the Marmont Hotel, was it, in Los Angeles after overdosing. Yeah. What's on the picture show? Uh, picture show, really good program. Uh, our, our main, uh, two, well, we'll have three, uh, hopefully three uh, strong guests, but two of them anyway, which I've already recorded, um, are Simon Pegg and uh, um, uh, the director of uh, Paul Fagg is his name the director of Bridesmaids and he has okay. a movie called Spy coming out now and you'll be interviewing me in the coming weeks after I yes. do my Fred Astaire impression Absolutely. on the late I'm, late show I'm, I'm sure the people will be queuing up to interview you at that stage. after that alright <laughs> Philip Malloy movies and television Philip with us every Wednesday with his encyclopedic knowledge of movies